everybody, it is Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta, and we are the hosts of the Make She Cap'n podcast. And this podcast is for you, friend. We're going to dive into the skills, mindset, and systems you need to build a successful social media presence, and it supports your business goals. All right, and I am Melanie Mitro, one of the co-hosts, and I have left my full-time career in early intervention to be a stay-at-home mom and seriously craving something more. All right, and I'm Katie. I am a stage four cancer survivor. I absolutely love all things storytelling, and I was a teacher who truly just wanted to get the groceries paid for. Never in a million years did I see what would happen with this business. Oh my gosh, and here we are, 10 <laughs> years later, and we have built multi-million dollar businesses from our laptop, from our kitchen tables, basically anywhere that you have Wi-Fi. And the cool part is now we get to teach other people how to do the same. So just two female entrepreneurs who are wives, moms, and we're also besties who want to take you on the journey right alongside us to help you build a business that you love and a life that you desire. All right, so come on in, check out today's episode. It is Melanie and Katie of the Make She Happen podcast, and today we're going to have a candid conversation about the word hustle. We are. Yeah. And I love that we're talking about this because <laughs> the other day I called Melanie and I noted a post she talked about the hustle, and I thought to myself, I was getting ready to write a post. I think I was getting ready to write a post, and yeah. I went, ooh. That's totally opposite of what <laughs> Melanie is saying right now. And there have been multiple times in our business and, and we do things a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. And we believe different things when it comes to the word hustle. And yeah. so today what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of what Melanie's personal experience is with the word hustle, what my personal experience is with the word hustle, and we're going to teach you how to actually have a healthy relationship with hustle and what that actually looks like for both yeah. of us. And yeah. It is a little bit different. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I should note too, uh, if you look at the Enneagram test, I yeah. am a six. Melanie yeah. is a three. Mm -hmm. And we do have different personalities. And I also want to note, we work incredibly hard. And we do things a little bit differently. And our schedules sometimes look a little bit differently. But we have been able to successfully build not just direct sales businesses, but also Chic Influencer and Chicway Media. And so being able to work together and respect each yeah. other's definition of hustle has been key. But it's also respecting each other's boundaries right. as well. And clearly stating those things so right. I think and we think I think we've yeah. done a pretty good job of that over 10 almost yeah. 11 years we definitely have had like a healthy conversation around it yeah and I feel like we've I mean, I feel like we've really had to like state our case yeah. for why we have our definitions because yeah. like, you're really passionate about your definition of hustle and I'm really passionate yeah. about mine too. Yeah. But there's a lot of common threads like at the underlying, both of us really care about our health. We care about our personal relationships with our kids, our families, our spouses, with each other. And so that always kind of comes into yeah. play yeah. when we talk about it. So I, I don't know if yeah. you're listening right now. The Chic Branding Experience is now open for enrollment. You guys, the number one question I get from people is, how do I actually grow a following on social media that wants to purchase the things that I have to offer? Listen, it's no secret that I absolutely know storytelling is the number one thing that matters most when it comes to your marketing on social media. As, as a kid, I was that girl who was always reading fiction in the stacks of the library. And then as I grew into an adult, I found a passion for education, for teaching 
middle school reading and of course developed this passion into marketing on social media for my own business. But I started to see that there is a direct correlation between the stories we tell and the sales that we make. And when we can effectively storytell, we start to see an increase in our sales. We start to see an increase in the people who are engaging in our content. And most importantly, we grow our confidence for what we have to offer. So we have created the Chic Branding Experience to help you clarify your marketing message. If you're interested in learning more about this Chic Branding Experience, I encourage you to click the link to learn more. And I almost want you to like message us on Instagram and tell us. Yeah. Do you have a healthy definition of hustle, right? Like it fires you up or are you the kind of person that goes hustle out? Yeah. Like, does it instantly make you shut down, cringe, like your body sort of caves in, right? <laughs> so like what is your definition of hustle? And let's, so that's question number one. So we want to know that, okay. what you are. And we want to also want you to know that whatever the definition is, it's okay. And now let's let's kind of go through our definition. Yeah. You want to go first? You, you, yeah. You want to go first? Yeah. Sure. You so tell yours. It was very much a trending word back when we really yes. started building our business. I had like business. shirts that said uh, hustle, hustle mode yeah. on. <laughs> and it was like hashtag um, hustle or yeah. hustle hard or I don't know, yeah. like just the girl boss. Yeah. Like yeah. girl boss, girl <laughs> gang, whatever, boss babe or whatever. And I'm not a, a girl boss. I'm not a boss babe. I am not a hustler. She just doesn't like, like the just... word, but she is a boss. So <laughs> I I think the first thing I need to note is that the word hustle, when I originally started using it and speaking of it and sharing it, it was from a place of hustle is grind, grind is success, success is what we're all aiming towards. Yeah. But what happened was around 2016, I was in a season of... Number one, uh, dealing with PTSD from mm -hmm. from cancer, yeah. right? And I was trying to identify who I was as Katie outside of, of having cancer. And my cancer was also connected to my direct sales business because my business skyrocketed yeah. during the year that I had battled cancer. And then afterwards, it went through a season of who am I outside of cancer and who am I in the direct sales space outside yeah. of cancer? And... I was dealing with a lot of that trauma and I was also dealing with why people were leaving my organization and maybe I really wasn't the person that they wanted me to be and who was I actually. So there was a lot of things that were happening behind the scenes in yeah. that that time period. And I remember I was working towards a huge goal in my business and I was I was pushing and it felt very much very much unaligned. Yeah. And I remember pushing so hard towards this goal and I was working and I was just slaying. Yeah. I hate that word too, but yeah. I was slaying these sales. I was signing people up. I was pushing my team. And the whole time I kept going, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. This doesn't feel right. And the whole time I was going, Katie, just hustle, just hustle harder, hustle harder. That's what everybody is doing. If you want to get to the season where you can actually slow it down, you need to hustle harder. You need to be more. You need to show up more. You need to work, 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 work. And I hated it. Yeah. I hated the way I felt. And then I achieved the goal. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I hated the way I felt when I achieved the goal. Yeah. I felt burned out. I felt tired. I felt very disconnected from my team. And I associated it with the word hustle. And I share this story because yeah. in that season, it took some time for me to realize I was not being healthy 
about the word hustle. Number one, I wasn't proactive about dealing with the things that I was personally going through. And Mm -hmm. it took some scoping out and time to realize that. But number two, I wasn't setting any type of boundaries. And I I do this post every once in a while where I talk about like, I feel sick to my stomach for the times I picked my computer over my kids or picked my computer over my husband. And the times I would lay in bed and I would just have my computer open and I would be just typing away when I wasn't prioritizing the things that matter most. I was prioritizing the things that mattered for a moment. And so when I started to realize that it wasn't healthy, I needed to rewrite my relationship with work and the word hustle. And I started to realize that has to be me setting boundaries. That has to be be me like saying no to certain things. That had to be, in my case, not working so much towards a rank, but towards volume, things that I felt very in control about and excited about. And I started to realize I had to feel good about my business if not, my business was going to create a lot of resentment. Yeah. And it took time. And I share that because I think a lot of people are in that season where they might be bitter towards their business. Yeah. Especially yeah. for people who are seeing 2022 kind of unravel and it wasn't what it looked like in 2020 where things were fun and it was exciting and it yeah. was just hustle and go. Now we're seeing the aftermath of what am I working towards? So yeah. I also want to note, no matter what, whether it's Melanie's idea of hustle or mine, you're net worth and your self-worth can never be connected. They, right. they cannot be connected. And so if you are trying to achieve and to move and to go and you think once I arrive here, I will feel fill in the blank. Um, I will be successful. I will be able to, you know, slam the brakes. I will be able to spend more time with my family. You're lying to yourself because you get a gift of time. And this time that you're spending, you have to feel good about it or else you're building a business that's just going to build resentment. And I don't want that for anybody here. Yeah. So two things is, first of all, is time. It took time for, you know, you to step back, but that wasn't 24 hours. That wasn't a week. We're looking at longer than a year. Oh yeah. That was years when I started to go, oh, that was trauma. And I didn't connect it because I was so in the thick, in the grind of just working. And working became an avoidance tactic too. And I want to mention that as well, because if you work and work is easy for you and work is something that you just can focus on, but you find that it is avoiding, it's a way of avoiding what's going on in your marriage, what's happening with your kids. You just don't have to think about it. It's time to reevaluate what a healthy relationship with work is. Yeah. For sure. And then, oh, what was the other thing that I was going to say? It takes time. Oh, and then just even defining, you know, you decided I'm not going to focus so much on rank and all those accolades. Yeah. You, were, you said volume, which is, is generating sales, sales right. and income. But I want people to, because what people do is like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. I don't want to focus on those accolades either. Yeah. But I have to caution you because I want you to know that even though Katie changed the way she was working, she didn't stop working hard. Right. And actually, I should probably note too, I still hit other advancements uh, in terms yes. of rank. Yes. And yeah. I still did hit certain titles. Yeah. But you I became shifted. a member of the Millions Club Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year, you oh, know, and then Elite too, yeah. which is a status in our company. But I have to tell you, I didn't care so much about those things as much as working in a way that felt good, good. to me. And yeah. you're in charge of making your work feel good to you. Like that's complete ownership. Right, right. So just important things like 
You have to take ownership of how you want the work to feel. Just because you don't like the word hustle doesn't mean you aren't still working hard yeah. and working towards something, but it's actually recognizing the unhealthy patterns that you were exhibiting and yeah. saying, I don't like the way this feels. What am I going to do about it? Right. Not like, oh, there's something wrong with the company, but it's like, I own my my franchise. My I'm an independent contractor. I get to run this however I want. Right. You don't get to tell me how to do it, mm -hmm. right? I mean, where there are regulations, but in general, yeah. the way that you run your business. So let's talk about your word, the word okay. hustle to you and, yeah. and the difference between the two of us. Because yeah. I want you to know, I never think the way Melanie is approaching it is wrong. It's yeah. just very different yeah. than me. And likewise, and right. when you start to understand the background, you start mm -hmm. to go, that that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Right. So for me, a hustle means I love the word hustle, actually. Like, I genuinely love it. But it's not because I have a, a negative, even just life experience attached to it. Right. You know, like cancer really came into your life and that was really a defining yeah. moment with it. Really defined that and made that somewhat unhealthy, right? right? So for me, I really look at why did I start my direct sales business in the first place? And it was to get out of the financial situation that we were currently in. And I loved the fact that my efforts could actually change our bottom line. And so I was willing to do that work. I was willing to work hard. I was willing to make those sacrifices when the boys were really little because I did want the freedom and flexibility that the business could give to me. And I saw that for other people and I wanted that for myself. So I definitely also had some unhealthy, you know, seasons of hustle where I was working 24 seven mm. and I wasn't putting down my phone and I'd be building puzzles with the boys on the carpet and I would be answering messages on my phone and my boys would be like, mom, like, are, are you going to build the puzzle with me or put down your phone? Or I'll never forget driving in the car and Landon saying, you're not even listening to me. And it, there were these gut check moments where I remember saying, I don't like the way that this right. feels. And, and so when you were really talking about unhealthy, I look at that was where I was unhealthy, but it came out of a season of, I knew that this would work. And I was working so hard to change the trajectory of our family's life. And that was where the hustle was coming in. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that I didn't have the resources in that season of my life to hire a babysitter, right? I didn't have a lot of resources to be able to hire help at that time. And I also did not have that mindset of you have to invest to grow right. either. Like I didn't have those skills. So I was working with what I had. So hustle was the only thing I knew. Right. But as I learned and as I got smarter, I started to make smarter decisions. So it wasn't that I stopped working hard. It was just that I got intentionally intentional about what it was going to look like. It was, you know, I'm going to work from my time blocker, but Thursday night's going to be date night and puzzle time and park time with my kids. I'm not going to touch my phone and I'm going to yeah. uninstall, you know, notifications and, you know, all the dings and the beeps. So I started to create boundaries yeah. for my life so that I wasn't working all of the time, yeah. right? That I wasn't burying myself in the work. And so I firmly believe that, you know, you can have a thriving business, you can have a great personal life, but you have to work at it. I mean, it is a practice, a daily practice where you wake up every day and you are intentional about what you want, but you're also intentional about what doesn't feel right too, right. you know? And so when I look at hustle, I'm like, you can't build a successful business without grind, without sacrifice, without discipline, but anything 
anything you do, like if you think of a pendulum, if you take yeah. it too far to one side, it's gonna become healthy. So grind, grind is a good thing. Grind is a good thing. But when you start grinding to the point where you aren't, you are not getting enough sleep, you're starting to get sick more often. The people that you love are starting to say, you're never present in my life, like you're not around. Okay, now we're starting to take that pendulum to the unhealthy side and we always have to recalibrate, right? We have to make sure we're in the middle. But I don't ever want people to think like you don't have to work in order to be successful because I truly believe we don't like whoopsie ourselves into success ever. We just don't, yeah. right? And so I think it a healthy dose of hustle, it means like I'm willing to get in there and I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to send the invites. I'm willing to do the connections. I'm willing to network. I'm willing to do a lot of things that maybe I think I should get paid up here, but I'm getting paid down here for it, right? It's like you have to have that healthy hunger to be better and be better the best version of yeah. yourself that you can be. And yeah. that requires work, yeah. right? And so when I look at hustle, I definitely see the unhealthy side of it. And I can almost see it a mile away with people. Mm -hmm. Like I know when they're going, but I love, and I study and about four or five years ago when I was going through that sort of burnout right. phase, I started to study high performers. And so I was like, almost, that was what I was searching for. Yeah. I was searching for, okay, who are the top people in the industry and how are they taking care of their bodies? And how do they spend time with their families? And how do they structure their work days? And when do they take vacations? Because I wanted to know how to create significant wealth, yeah. but also do it in yeah. a healthy way too. I love that you use the term healthy hunger. Like yeah. I feel like that you still have to fuel. You still yeah. have to take care of yourself. You still have to prioritize but you can do it in a healthy way. Yeah. And the point of us sharing all of this in this podcast episode today is to really allow you to take a step back and to go, what's my relationship with work? Yeah. Is it is it healthy? What are the boundaries that I am setting for myself? And even the word hustle itself, do you like the term or does it deter you? I don't use the word hustle, yeah. but I do work incredibly hard and I'm good with defining working hard in a healthy way versus yeah. hustling. Right. So right. I think it's really important that when you walk away from this podcast, you really reevaluate your relationship with work. Yeah. Yeah, you really ask yourself, am I doing this in a healthy way that I feel good about it, where that I'm prioritizing the things that matter most while still creating healthy boundaries for my personal life and my business life, yeah. just like Melanie and I have both done, even if we took different paths to get there. For sure, for sure. So I hope that this episode makes you think about maybe your unhealthy habits, yeah. the good ones, maybe you are maybe you're slacking right now and you're yeah. sort of letting, avoiding. like avoiding because yeah. I just, oh, I don't want to put too much pressure or I need to have more fun. And and I that's something I have been talking about too. Like there is sort of this narrative right now of like, I want to do things that only bring me joy. And, you know, I want to spend more time with my family, which is great, right? But where's your pendulum? Yeah. Is it swinging too far to the, oh, watch out because this is really going to affect my finances and my business and my future? Right. You know, so let's just really work to say, how do I keep it balanced? How do I make sure that my goals are motivating me, that I'm working really, really hard, and then I'm defining hustle for myself, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. All right, you guys, thank you so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. I also want to ask, what do you think of the word hustle? Why don't you come onto our Instagram account? Why don't you check out at Chic Influencer? Let us know how you feel about the word hustle. Well, hey, everyone, it is Katie here, and I am interrupting this episode of the Make Chic Happen podcast because I want to address head on 
one of the most common questions that Melanie and I get, and that is what does your daily routine look like? And we get asked everything from what books are you reading? What supplements are you taking? What workout are you currently doing? And I get it because success does leave clues, right? But here's the thing. Melanie and I have been on a journey when it comes to our health for over 10 years. And we have learned a lot uh, from our bad habits to our good habits to things that we don't even know below the surface are really happening. And because we both firmly believe that the most important relationship you can ever have is the one you have with your own body. I mean, really your body is your bestie for the resty, right? It's always on your side. It's fighting battles. You don't even know exist. And because of that, I think it's time to ask some questions head on. And those uncomfortable questions are, what am I doing to better take care of myself? What am I doing to ensure I am at peak performance, whether it's in the gym or in my business? And how am I showing up for my body every single day and fighting for it? How am I showing my body that I am on its side? And part of the routine that we have every single day is AG1. Now listen, AG1 has been a legit game changer for us. It's an all-in-one daily drink with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients with prebiotics and probiotics that help increase and enhance nutrient absorption. And it's almost like looking at it as if it's nutritional insurance for you don't know what life's going to throw at you. And we don't miss a day ever. And because, because we want you to take better care of you, we want you to be at your peak performance, we're able to share with you a special offer. On top of just AG1, you are also going to receive, when you use the link in the show notes, D3 plus K2, an entire year supply, as well as five free travel packs that make AG1 super simple to take when you are on the go. And if you decide you love it just as much as we do, we can give you 20% off discount because we know that it's the best thing you can do to start your day off. So take advantage of this offer. Simply use the link in the show notes below. Back to the show. And we will see you next time on the Make Chic Happen podcast. All right. So if you love today's episode, make sure you head over to wherever you listen to the episode today and leave us a rating and review. And also take a little screenshot and tag us on Chic Influencer. We'll feature you in our stories. Plus we'd love to get your feedback and hear from our listeners. Yes. Until next week, let's make Chic happen. <laughs>